All right, morning. We're an early start here. Um, so, you know, really looking forward to working with uh, with the Raiders today. Um, it's be a great opportunity for us to, you know, continue to build on uh, the last, you know, couple of weeks, Giants preseason game, Carolina week, and this week. So, um, you know, just really looking forward to the opportunity here. We had a good day out here yesterday. I feel like we got acclimated, you know, a little bit. Um, and so I'm just looking forward to being ready to go. Bill, other than special teams, can joint practices be almost more valuable in training camp than preseason games? Yeah, I think they're valuable in the kicking game too. So, yeah, there's a there's a ton of value. Of course, you know the the contacts less, so you can put more players out there longer, and you know I'd say have less concern. Um, control situations, make sure you get the third down red area two minute end of the game kicking situations that you're looking for that may or may not come up in a preseason game probably won't come up in a preseason game with the players that would most likely be involved in them during the regular season so those are all great opportunities for us but just the fundamentals working against another team you know a quality team like the Raiders um, working our fundamentals against you know against their players and and uh, you know what they teach is is great work for us Bill what do you think are, are some of the qualities that make Josh a good head coach here yeah, I've talked about Josh a lot, um, Phil. So, you know, he's done a great job. He's, he's you know, all strengths for him. So I just worry really about, we you know, what we're doing out here today. And, but, you know, I think the world of Josh, so. Well, he talked a lot during his introductory press conference of learning lessons after the Denver takeover. Did you see a difference from him prior to, afterwards, and through the growth before he came here? Yeah, Josh is the type of person that grows every year. Um, I like to think we all do. You know, we all learn things every year. Um, you know, this will be his opportunity to to take whatever that was uh, into, into a different situation. You know, with he wasn't the head coach in New England, so it was it was different. But here he is, and so you know, I'm sure that he's, you know, he'll take advantage of that. He's a really smart guy. Works hard. He's a good football guy. He's a solid person. So, I'm sure he'll do well. Bill, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like Patrick's defense is much more multiple than the Carolina unit you saw last week. What benefits will there be to seeing different looks um, this week for your offensive line? Well, it, every look's different because the team's different. The players are different. So um, we didn't see Cosby. We didn't see Chandler Jones. We didn't see Abrams. We, we didn't see a lot of these guys. So uh, that that all is different. So whatever Pat chooses to do, he does. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll deal with it. But Carolina, they... I thought Phil did a good job with, you know, with what he did there. I mean, we certainly had some things we had to, you know, handle with them. Didn't handle, had to adjust. So uh, we learned something every week. How have you seen LeBron Ray progress through camp? Um, good, good. Uh, you know, Brian's got a good background, played uh, multiple positions at Alabama. Um, and it was injured most of his senior year. So that was that was not, you know, it's a tough year for him from a production standpoint. But, um you know, he's been able to work into a number of different roles for us and, and uh, been out there every day, works hard every day. So he's, he's gotten better and improved. So it's been, been good to work with. Bill, what have you seen from Tobai out here in his, his first camp with you guys? Feels like he's been out there a lot in defensive picking game. Yeah, Jelani's uh, done a good job. You know, he came in last year, picked things up quickly. He's a smart kid, really a good football player. Um, can do a, have a lot of different roles on the line, end of the line, third down, kicking game. You know, he does a lot of things. Uh, did that in Detroit. Um, you know, did some of that in college. And um, 
and then was able to pick that up. But of course, this year it's it's just different for him being here in the off-season program, being here from the start of training camp. Uh, has really developed, uh, you know, a leadership role in the team. Really good communicator. So he's he's done a nice job for us. It's been impressive. Bill, you've had some high praise for Ramondre Stevenson. Got obviously a lot of local fans out here from where he played at Centennial. Just talk about his growth and what you've seen. You know, the, the last three years uh, from Andre have been, you know, big jumps from junior college to Oklahoma and Oklahoma into the NFL. Uh, and then now in his second year in the NFL, uh, his growth from year one to year two, just in terms of training. Uh, again, understanding what, um, you know, what the NFL, what we do, what, what the opponents do, the pace of the game, uh, the pace of the season and so forth. Um, you know, he's just shown a lot of consistent growth over that period of time. And um a really good football player, uh, does a lot of things well, and has a great future in front of him. Could you talk about growth? Christian Barmore is a guy who really shined at Alabama, drafted him, obviously, and he had a good rookie season. Now he's transitioning to his second year. What's the most significant growth that you've seen in his game from year one to year two? Yeah, same, same thing for all those guys, really. It, that first year to second year is, first of all, they have a much better idea of what the length of the season, what the pace of the season is, the spring, the break, training camp, the length of the regular season, the daily competition uh, in the NFL that's different than college when most of these guys are just better than everybody else. They're just, they're just better than them. So it's a daily competition, then understanding what we do, and then understanding what goes on on the other side of the ball, how other opponents play, um, techniques, schemes, um, matchups. And so a year of all that is, is, you know, like two graduate courses. It's like getting a, you know, MBA and then a doctorate in football. They, they just, they grow tremendously. And, um, and now they have that. So there'll still be growth, but it'll be, you know, probably a little more incremental than, than that big jump from year one to year two. No different than when any of us took our first job. And after a year on the job, you, you just know a lot more than you did when you walk in there and you don't know anything. You think you do, but you really don't. What makes Deron Harmon such a ball magnet, a guy that just finds a way to go get the ball? Yeah, Deron's a smart, instinctive player. Um, always has been, well coached at, at Rutgers. The Cociano played a really good secondary there. And, you know, it says a really good uh, feel for the game instinctively, reading the quarterback, right, understanding patterns and situations. Um, he's a smart football player. Bill, how much did it help you to be able to get out here yesterday uh, as a team before the joint practices? Yeah, it's good to be out here. Um, you know, we had a good good day of work. We got a lot of things covered. Um, you know, traveled all day Sunday, so you know we're able to get out here and have a productive day, and you know, come out here and do it again. Bill, did you ever think that Las Vegas would be an NFL city and have facilities like this? Facilities here are incredible. Um, this is a, the Taj Mahal of a football uh, facility. So. Um, but yeah, no, it's a great environment. Looking forward to you know to being in the stadium, and um, and of course we've come back out here in the regular season. So, um, but you know it's, it, it certainly looks like they're they're ready for football. Stadium looks good, facility looks good, and they got a good team and a good coach and a good staff. So, I'm sure it'll be very competitive. To, to piggyback on that, as, as Cassie said, in terms of Las Vegas, there was such a stance. 10, 15 years ago, couldn't even put ads on for Las Vegas to, just to visit Vegas on the Super Bowl. Obviously, with the gambling aspect now, it's embracing that. As far as Las Vegas as a whole, just embracing and the NFL embracing Vegas. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, again, that, that's all over my head. You know, I'm just I'm a coach. I'm trying to coach a football team wherever it was. Um, 
you know, New England for the last 20 some years, but before that, like, I'm not worried about where franchises are, or what's going on in other cities, or to all the questions you asked about. Honestly, I'm just trying to, just trying to, you know, help the team, coach the team, put a good team together, do my role on the team, whatever it was. Like that, that those those are questions for somebody that has a lot more. I would say is more in that arena than I am. Sorry. Bill, uh, Max said something to us a week or two ago about how the communication on the offensive line has just changed a little bit versus what you guys did last year. How have you seen that group sort of adapt to those changes? Yeah, well, it's all a work in progress. Um, and we've had some uh, people missing from the offensive line at various points during training camp. So um, always room for improvement there. You know, we got a long way to go. Um, but we're, I think we're gaining on it. Uh, I know we're gaining on it. It's, it gets better every day, and, and we create some difficult situations that force us to communicate and recognize things uh, in our practices. And then we've seen those from Carolina, some of the Giants game, and I'm sure we'll see them this week against Vegas. So those are all good opportunities for us to uh, not only improve our communication and recognition, but also um, coordinate the techniques that go with that so that we can execute the running play or pass protection properly, whatever it happens to be. In mind when you make a change like that, because you know obviously it looks like you know between the five or so guys that we usually see out there early, those guys have been in the system for a year or two already. So to change is that more of like a long-term benefit that you have in mind when you make a change like that? Like what? The communication on the offensive line. If it's different from last year, and you have guys that played here last year, we make changes every year. Yeah, so we make changes every year. It's. We don't just Xerox the playbook off from the year before, and obviously we're not running the same thing we ran in 2001 when we won a championship. So a lot of things have changed over the years. They change every year. Some of it depends on what we have. Some of it depends on what we're seeing, what we have to deal with. Um, some of them may, you know, depend on a, you know, a change in strategy that we want to employ or an overall philosophy. So I, I can't think of a year that there haven't been changes, modifications, and adjustments. You're, we're always looking to do things better. So that's. That's an annual rite of passage. Bill, at this stage, your, your career, your resume speaks for itself, your impact on the game. So when Josh and Dave have come here, almost every press conference, they've reaped praise on you and appreciation for what you've done. What does it mean now, with all your success, to have guys that actually appreciate what you did for them? Okay. Well, I mean, look, it's nice. I mean, uh, nobody has more respect for Josh McDaniels than I do. Um, you know, Dave did a great job for us. but. None of that really matters. It doesn't mean anything. This is 2022. Nobody's done anything this year. I haven't done anything. Our team hasn't done anything. So, you know, we have to prove what we are this year. Whatever happened in some other year, however great it was or wasn't, it, it doesn't really matter. We're not living in the past, and it doesn't make any difference. We'll see what we do this year, and that's what we're out here, um, you know, working for. I got a lot of work to do. I have a lot of responsibility. So does everybody else on the team, and we're all trying to get ready to play in the regular season and, and perform at a high level. So I appreciate the compliments, but really the, none of that matters. It's not in 2022. It's, that's all in the past. Thank Your you, though. Well, you've talked about Lamondre's growth in pass protection. Lamondre and even Damian, uh, with regards to his improvement in that area, how much have you seen from them? And, and how do you describe from even year one to year two, year three in the NFL, how difficult it is? For running back and pass protection. Well, pass protection in the NFL is a, it's a hard job. Period. Um, we've been fortunate. We've had, you know, one of the some of the best third down backs. 
that you could possibly have from uh, Kevin to you know Shane for three years to James White and when you look at those guys combined over that period of time there were very very few mistakes on anything um, assignments execution decisions all of which they had a lot of and and those players primarily played on third down um, when you play players on every down then you know you're you're looking at a different type of player um, and a different set of responsibilities. Um, you know, that some some of those are advantages for us. Uh, some of them may not be advantages. But you know, those guys have all improved. But you know, but it's a lot. They're they're looking at all three downs, not just really third down. Um, and so we have to you know plan accordingly on that. There's uh, at running back. There's always work to do. There's always things to improve in pass protections high on the list. So is route running, uh, and of course reading the blocks and understanding the. Uh, tempo and the and the guys that are blocking in front of you. How you know the double teams of these two guys are different than double teams of these two guys and things like that. So uh, you know they rely a lot on whatever what happens in front of them, uh, just like safeties do. Safeties rely a lot on what happens in the front seven and where they go, where they fit, how quickly they do it, and so forth. So um, it's not just what they do; it's how they integrate into what happens in front of them, and and that comes with a lot of experience and teamwork and, and reps. And so that's, let's say, where we are at that position. Again, very similar to the safety position on defense. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you. you.